Section three of the Adventures of Bobby Coon by Thornton W. Burgess. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Jude Summers. Section three. Bobby has a strange journey. Farmer Brown's boy plays doctor. And Bobby is made much of. Chapter seven. Bobby has a strange journey. It's funny how you'll often find that troubles mostly in your mind. It's a fact. More than three-fourths of the troubles that worry people are not real troubles at all. They are all in the mind. They are things that people are afraid are going to happen and worry about unless they are sure they will happen, and worry about until they are sure they will happen, and then they do not happen at all. Very, very often, things that seem bad turn out to be blessings. All of us do a great deal of worrying for nothing. I know I do. Bobby Coon did, when he took his strange journey, which I am going to tell you about. Farmer Brown and Farmer Brown's boy, and Bowser the Hound, had watched Bobby crawl out of his ruined house and start off to seek a new home. Of course, they had seen right away that something was wrong with Bobby, for he walked on three legs and held the fourth one up. The poor little chap, murmured Farmer Brown's boy pityingly. That leg must have been hurt when the tree fell. I hope it isn't badly hurt. We'll wait a few minutes and see what he does. So they waited in their hiding place and watched Bobby. They saw him go to the foot of a tree as if to climb it. They saw him try and fail, because he couldn't climb with only three legs. And they saw him crouch down. And then Farmer Brown's boy was sure that Bobby's hurt was really serious. "'We can't let that little fellow go to suffer and, and perhaps die,' said Farmer Brown's boy, and ran forward while Farmer Brown held Bowser. Bobby heard him coming and promptly faced about, ready to fight bravely. When he got near enough, Farmer Brown's boy threw his coat over Bobby, and then, in spite of Bobby's frantic struggles, gathered him up and wrapped the coat about him so that he could neither bite nor scratch. Bobby was quite helpless. "'I'm going to take him home, and when I've made him quite comfortable, I'll come back,' cried Farmer Brown's boy. "'All right,' replied Farmer Brown, with a kindly twinkle in his eyes. So Farmer Brown's boy started for home, carrying Bobby as gently as he could. Of course, Bobby couldn't see where he was being taken, because the coat was over his head, and of course— he hadn't understood a word that Farmer Brown's boy had said. But Bobby could imagine all sorts of dreadful things, and he did. He was sure that when this journey ended, the very worst that could happen would happen. He was quite hopeless, was Bobby Coon. He kept still because he had to. There was nothing else to do. All the time he wondered where he was being taken. He was sure that never again would he see the green forest. His broken leg pained him dreadfully, but fear of what would happen when this strange journey ended made him almost forget the pain. It was the first time in all his life that Bobby ever had journeyed anywhere save on his own four feet, and quite aside from his fear, it gave him a very queer feeling. He kept wishing it would end quickly, yet at the same time he didn't want it to end because of what he was sure would happen then. So through the green forest, then through the old orchard, and finally across the barnyard to the barn, Bobby Coon was carried. It was the strangest journey he had ever known, 
and it was the most terrible, though it needn't have been if only he could have known the truth. Chapter 8 Farmer Brown's Boy Plays Doctor No greater joy can one attain than helping ease another's pain. Poor Bobby Coon! His broken leg pained him a great deal, of course. Broken legs and arms always do pain. They hurt dreadfully when they are broken, they hurt dreadfully after they are broken, and they hurt while they are mending. Among the little people of the green forest and the green meadows, a broken leg or arm is a great deal worse than it is with us humans. We know how to fix the break so that Mother Nature may mend it and make the leg or arm as good as ever. But with the little people of the green forest and the green meadows, nothing of this sort is possible and very, very often a broken limb means an early death. You see, such a break will not mend properly, and the little sufferer becomes a cripple, and cripples cannot long escape their enemies. So, though he didn't know it at the time, it was a very lucky thing for Bobby Coon that Farmer Brown's boy discovered that broken leg, and wrapped him up in his coat and took him home. Bobby didn't think it was lucky, Oh, my, no, Bobby thought it was just the other way around. You see, he didn't know Farmer Brown's boy except by sight. He didn't know of his gentleness and tender heart. All he knew of men and boys was that most seemed to delight in hunting him, in frightening him, and trying to kill him. So all through that strange journey in the arms of Farmer Brown's boy, up to Farmer Brown's barn, Bobby was sure absolutely sure that he was being taken somewhere to be killed. He didn't have a doubt, not the least doubt of it. When they reached the barn, Farmer Brown's boy put Bobby down very gently, but fastened him in the coat so that he couldn't get out. Then he went to the house and presently returned with some neat strips of clean white cloth. Then he took out his knife and made very smooth two thin flat sticks. When these suited him, he tied Bobby's hind legs together so that he couldn't kick with them. Then he placed Bobby on his side on a board, and with a broad strip of cloth bound him to it in such a way that Bobby couldn't move. All the time he talked to Bobby in the gentlest of voices, and did his best not to hurt him. But Bobby couldn't understand, and to be wholly helpless, not to be able to kick or scratch or bite, was the most dreadful feeling he ever had known. He was sure that something worse was about to happen. You see, he didn't know anything about doctors, and so, of course, he couldn't know that Farmer Brown's boy was playing doctor. Very, very gently, Farmer Brown's boy felt of the broken leg. He brought the broken parts together, and when he was sure that they fitted, he bound them in place on one of the thin, smooth, flat sticks with one of the strips of clean white cloth. Then he put the other smooth, flat stick above the break and wound the whole thing about with strips of cloth so tightly that there was no chance for those two sticks to slip. That was so that the two parts of the broken bone in the leg would be held just where they belonged until they could grow together. When it was done to suit him, he covered the outside with something very, very bitter and bad-tasting. This was to keep Bobby from trying to tear the cloth off with his teeth. You see, 
he knew that if that leg was to become as good as ever it was, it must stay just as he had bound it until Old Mother Nature could heal it. So Farmer Brown's boy played doctor, and a very gentle and kindly doctor he was, for his heart was full of pity for poor Bobby Coon. Chapter 9 Bobby is Made Much Of there's nothing like a stomach full to make the world seem brighter, to banish worry, drive out fear, and make the heart feel lighter. While Farmer Brown's boy was playing doctor and doing his best to fix Bobby Coon's broken leg so that it could heal and be as good as ever, poor Bobby was wholly in despair, and nothing is more dreadful than to be wholly in despair. There he was, perfectly helpless for farmer brown's boy had bound him so that he couldn't move you see bobby couldn't understand what it all meant if he could have understood farmer brown's boy it would have been very different but he couldn't so his mind was all the time full of dreadful fear when farmer brown's boy had bound that broken leg so that it would be held firmly in place to heal he made a comfortable bed in a deep box out of which bobby couldn't possibly climb with that broken leg in this he put bobby very gently after taking off the bands with which he had been bound to the board while the broken leg was being fixed then he went to the house and presently returned with more good things to eat than bobby had seen since cold weather began these he put in the box with bobby and then left him alone. Now at first Bobby made up his mind that he wouldn't taste so much as a crumb. He would starve rather than live a prisoner, which is what he felt himself to be. But his stomach was empty, the smell of those good things tickled his nose, and in spite of himself he began to nibble. The first thing he knew he had filled his stomach, the first good meal he had had for many weeks, because, you know, he had been asleep most of the winter. Right away, Bobby felt sleepy. A full stomach, you know, almost always makes one feel sleepy. Then, too, Bobby was quite tired out with the fright and strange experience he had been through. So he curled up, and in no time at all he had forgotten all his troubles. And for days and days Bobby slept most of the time. You see, he was finishing out that long winter sleep he was used to. And this, it happens, was the very best thing in the world for Bobby. Being asleep, he wasn't tempted to try to pull off that bandage around the broken leg. And so the leg had just the chance it needed to mend. Every day, Farmer Brown's boy visited Bobby, just as a good doctor should visit a patient, and looked carefully at the bandaged leg to make sure that it was just as it should be and whenever farmer brown's boy visited bobby he took some goody in his pocket to tempt bobby's appetite just as if it needed tempting bobby would wake up long enough to eat what had been brought and then would go to sleep again just as if he were all alone as the weather grew warmer bobby grew more wakeful of course he had plenty of time in which to remember and to think he remembered how dreadfully frightened he had been when farmer brown's boy had caught him and brought him to the barn all because he had not really known farmer brown's boy now everything was different so very very different it was a fact an actual fact 
that Bobby had learned to know the step of Farmer Brown's boy, and when he heard it coming his way, he was as tickled as once he would have been frightened. You see, Farmer Brown's boy was very, very good to him, and made so much of him that I am afraid he was quite spoiling Bobby. Kindness had driven out fear from Bobby's mind, and in its place had come trust. It will do it every time, if given a chance. End of section three.